Welcome to Mobile Armor Radio, the podcast for all things Mecha. Jump ship incoming. All right, everyone. Welcome to episode four of Mobile Armor Radio. We're episode four, right, guys? Yes, yeah. we are. Okay. <laughs> Still checking. <laughs> so, After uh, 3.5, uh, up. That's right. So uh, I am Chopper. With me is... Brian. And Ooh. I'm Rob. Yay, we did it correctly, finally. <laughs> yeah, we did it! We didn't even have to rehearse this time. <laughs> That's awesome. It only took us four months, but we did it. Yeah. So, uh, alright. Uh, everyone's feeling good? Yeah. September is, is crazy, crazy month. Yeah. What a good one. For everyone. Rob, you feeling good? You feeling yeah, for you me, it's the, uh, it's the end of the summer, so I, I'm more relaxed now. I, Awesome. All right. Now that we've uh, established that we're doing all great, let's move into uh, Dropship. Dropship landing. All right, uh, Dropship. Uh, let's see, Brian, what are you working on? Well, um, I, I admittedly haven't made uh, much progress on my uh, my Gurren Lagann uh, conversion yet. Uh, mostly been kind of finding the, the bits and pieces that I, I want to use, uh, for it. Uh, I'd like to, to make it a hundred percent Mantic, um, just so that it can be tournament official for fun. Oh. Um, <laughs> but I, I am kind of running into a snag with, uh, you know, looking for sort of translucent, um, kind of plastic to, to serve as the sunglasses for that mech. Um, so yeah. that, that's proven to be a little tricky. Uh, You'll but, probably have to get that at a hobby store. Yeah, that that might have to be like the the bits or bobs that uh, that are just not mantic. Though I, I have looked at the uh, the Star Saga uh, acrylic set. <laughs> that's that's maybe could, cut some of that up. You could do that, or you could take a, a crystalline dreadball team and cut that up. Hmm. There we go. Or just I'll go to like Michaels him. and buy like some plastic. That's what I. That's what It'd I. A lot cheaper, I think. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. So I'm I'm having fun with it, and no, I'll probably make that detachable anyway, so that it's like, oh yeah, look at now it's 100. percent Um, but apart from that, uh, with um with the the announcement of uh because I I can't stop adding more projects to my my docket. Uh, with the announcement of, of Vanguard, uh, also from Mantic, which is the, the fantasy, uh, kind of setting of a skirmish battle, got me interested in making a mech for that. Um, I'll, I'll, in the vein of, uh, Escaflone for anyone who's ever seen that show, which is, which is, it's not quite steampunk. It's kind of like older than steampunk. Um, but it, it's, it's like a, a fantasy mecha show where mm. our hero pilots a giant, uh, suit of armor that's like powered by a dragon's heart. <laughs> if, if you guys Escaflone? have Escaflone. Yeah, I haven't sounds watched it like, forever. Like, it sounds you, like I a... know I've seen it and then like you describe it and I'm like, oh, that rings no bells, but I know I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> So, so if you watch, it was right around the same time as Gundam Wing had come out. Yeah. And there's this guy named Alan Shazar, looks and got the same English voice actor for um, Zex Marquis. <laughs> the, like the, they're like identical. It's great. No, like, but yeah, it's a crossover. It's his ancestor or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's it's a really fun show, um, and, and really really cool mech designs. Uh, and like I said, it, it's fantasy based, so it's not, it's not that kind of science fiction, but, uh, they, they have really creative designs and, uh, I really kind of want to make one for this fantasy game. There aren't any rules for, for it, obviously. So, uh, I might have to, to sub in as, uh, there are giants yeah, in that game. So, so you can make it an ogre palace guard. Yeah. So I'm going to have fun with it. Um, yeah. I have no idea when that'll, that'll be done. Yeah. So, yeah. Sounds like a menu item off a Mexican restaurant. <laughs> escaflone? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I got a large escaflone, please, and flour tortillas. <laughs> well, it comes with an awesome soundtrack. I'm just saying, Yoko Kano. 
It's pretty oh, great. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Have to revisit yeah. that one. Yeah. Anything else you're working on, Brian? No, that's that's kind of been uh, the the main to do list. I, I I did a miniature conversion of um, uh, another character that's not mecha related, but uh, that was that was pretty much it. It's been a busy month uh, with with non hobby things, unfortunately. The real world. Mm-hmm. All right, Rob. How about yourself? How what have you been working on? Um, well, I always get the Gundam loot, so I, I made one of those. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, always some crazy name. But he's he's pretty cool. He's orange. But uh, <laughs> other than that, I, I did buy a uh, a G armor. I found a, it's a different scale. It's not the. It's like a really old kit, and it's. Uh, I've always wanted a G armor uh, plane from Gundam, so I finally found one. Mm. So I made that, which is fun. But the kit was terrible. It was like the there's, <laughs> it was made before there was such things as like tabs and stuff. So you just like gluing planes to planes like you know like just mm-hmm. flat planes to flat planes and it's like oh ah gotcha trying to mm. hope that the glue holds so yeah not the that's best. a thrilling <laughs> and then uh mostly i've been doing battle tech i i've painted a lot of the battle tech i got at uh gen con i uh, yeah you've been doing merc bands right well i i, I did a uh davian heavy guard for a lot of them that was going to be one force and i did the uh team bonsai for the other force Although they're they're pretty much on the same side, but then I uh, randomly I went to uh, Sarna.net, which is the wiki for uh, BattleTech, and went to their Mercs page and just randomly uh, assigned numbers to everything and was choosing Merc bands by uh, by just random chance and if there was a color scheme for them. So yeah, that's that's starting up soon. Also, I'm gonna do for the box set that we got it. I got it Gen Con. All those models are going to turn into Comstar to have a real enemy force because we all know Comstar is the bad guys. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I've been doing that, which is good, and I've about halfway through all those mechs. And then I, uh, obviously, I've been doing Cav. I repainted some of the old ones and uh, been working on some of the new ones. I chose color schemes that really don't really go with what's in the book, but I still enjoy them. <laughs> so, which one? Which ones have you been painting? Well, I had a... Uh, Just a smattering of everything? Yeah, because I'd have random mechs. Before I got really into it, I bought lots at uh, Adepticon. So I have random mechs. The ones... I'm actually going to be doing Templar and uh, uh, the Principality, which... A- Amarithal? We can never say that word. Amarithal. Yeah. Now, those are going to be my main ones, and I think I have oh. none of either of those mechs. So... That's the good of the open palette for those guys. So it's all nice. just random other mechs that I've just done. And the, yeah, the color schemes are going to be uh, off because I didn't know there was color schemes until uh, after I started painting them. So, uh, Well, I mean, it's I guess they have idea of color schemes, I guess. Yeah. And it's it's fine. <laughs> yeah. I and uh, uh, yeah, so I'm doing a lot of Cav. We'll obviously talk about Cav some more in Comstar, but... Uh, yeah, doing that. Other than that, I think that's it. I uh, I do have a uh, uh, Robotech uh, Veritech fighter, a Valkyrie, that I had for a long time. So I finally uh, primed him all white, getting him ready. Probably going to do Roy Fokker uh, paint scheme on him because he's my favorite. Oh, yeah. The black and, then, and gold, black and white. Yeah, black and yellow and, and white, yeah. And uh, I also have it in, uh, what's the other form? The... Uh, Half plane, half leg form. I can never remember. The Gerwak? Yeah, Gerwak, yeah. So I have that yeah. too. So I'll probably do like two versions of it. So that might be fun. But that's in the future. Sweet. So I haven't done that yet. Other than that, the that's future. about it. I think that's all that I've been working on for model-wise. Oh, I did do a uh, Gundam Loot did give me one of those. Uh, it was like a, it looks like a, a green ball. The uh, mascot. Oh, kind Haru, of the Haru. Yeah. The Haru. <laughs> Man, oh those things. God. I thought, I thought, uh, I thought. So the uh, chibi stuff was bad. This is a, a new <laughs> level of uh, <laughs> bad. It's fun. It was our right kit, but it was yeah, pretty pretty bad. <laughs> so I'm sure he's. It's he, been part of the show since the 70s. <laughs> it's true. It's true, but not. Uh, shouldn't there's be a, like, there's a general. Kit. There's a general hate for Haru. Yeah. Uh, but he's. Uh, so he's. Uh, I don't even know where I put him. So. <laughs> <laughs> You just punted him out at the back door. <laughs> yeah, very. It was made that those kits are. They're actually you don't have to glue them. They're all snapped together, and uh, they're made for kids, obviously. Like, and their base is mm. all locked together, so you can collect them all, kind of thing. But uh, I'm not the target audience for Chibis or Haru, so there you go. That's fair. 
that's what you get when you get Gundam loot. You get random stuff, and they, he, generally you get a uh, either a chibi or one of these colorful characters in there too. Yeah, as an add-on kind of. So that's a bit for me. How about you, uh, Pat? What have you been up to? Well, uh, since the last time we recorded, I finished my mahjong. Nice. Uh, post a lot of pictures up on there. Uh, I am. Uh, that's fantastic. Well, thank you. I've been working on a lot of a lot of cab. Also, I got a bunch of cab. I picked up someone's eBay Kickstarter off of eBay, uh, and it came with a ton of models. Uh, so I've been kind of playing around with that. And uh, as I painted them, since they're a bigger size than BattleTech, I've been practicing some of these techniques that I want to do for weathering on my Zhang mm. on the cab models <laughs> before I mess nice. around with it. So uh, I've gotten pretty much done most of the techniques that the guy MIG was using in the book. Uh, again, that uh, ammo by MIG. Uh, so I think I'm going to try a couple more things with some small models, then I'm going to bring the Zhang out of the glass cabinet, and I'm going to try again and uh, weather it up now. So... Yeah, um, weathering's always so- scariest because you're like, hey, it's a perfect paint job. Oh, now I have to ruin yeah, it. <laughs> I mean, I posted a lot of the pictures on the Mobile Arm Radio website, and uh, I think it turned out pretty good as is. But I really want to weather it up. I want to really want to make it look like it's been that last battle against uh, Amaro, uh, yeah. Amaro, yeah. Nice. So uh, then again, Cavs. So I've been painting up a lot of that. I've been practicing different. Uh, different things with painting up that. I painted up a Ritter Force, and I'm in the middle of the process of painting up a Rock Force. Uh, uh, but as far as anything else, uh, I did get my Gundam loot. I have not built any of my Gundam loot <laughs> <laughs> yet. Uh, that Zhang was all encompassing at one point. Yeah. Uh, but I was able to, I, you know, I got together fairly quickly considering, you know, uh, the amount of time I get to work on it. Um, but uh, I got some more Gundams. I picked up a... Did I have the goof last time we talked? I don't think so, did you? I, yeah, I, I, picked up, so. I picked up a goof. Uh, the classic yes, style? I, yeah, it's the the, the 7B. Mm. Uh, I picked up a goof at uh, Chicago Comic Con, as a matter of fact. Nice. Uh, yeah, you know, the, there was a guy, Galactic Toys, out there in Kentwood, Michigan. How far is that from you? Ooh, I'll have to check. Uh, but he's got a he's got a giant collection of of uh, Bandai kits. Uh, so I told him I'd give him a shout out. I forgot the guy's name though, uh, <laughs> but he was a really cool guy. He was, well, he was a good guy, and I, we chatted a little bit. I gave him our card. Uh, told him I'd give him a little shout out. So Galactic Toys over there in Kentwood, Michigan. Uh, if you're in the Michigan area, check it out. He's got a lot of nice little kits. Uh, uh, picked up a goof and a gun tank kit. Ooh, yeah, I have the gun tank. I love that kit. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. So, of course, that'll be a little bit in there on the line because after the Zhang is done, i got to get to my Mosbitas. <laughs> yeah. All three of them. And then after that comes the goof, I think. Nice. Yeah, Kent, Kentwood's just like a uh, little bit south of uh, Grand Rapids, so just about an hour away from where I am. Oh, yeah, maybe you and uh, nice. old Rick can take a little drive down there and yeah, check it out. Totally. Uh, cool. Uh, of course, in my Gundam kit, I got a friggin' Chibi Zaku. <laughs> it's pretty cool, though. The Chibi Zaku is funny looking. It is. I mean, it's way better than the Chibi Gundam, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, then I got the acrylic clear action base that goes on so you can put your any of the Gundam models on them. Yeah, I like those. I like the bases for them. I do. I did buy one from uh, Amazon that I put one of my big ones on. And uh, I do like those. It, it, it Also, for on a shelf, it's nice to raise stuff above because otherwise everybody's about the same height. You want to get some stuff in the air so you can uh, show some of the stuff at the back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then I got uh, the Gundam GPO One FB full burner, burner urn, burner 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 n. <laughs> uh, oh names! Course, yeah, yeah, that of course. That's now in the bottom of the pile. So <laughs> <laughs> the dragon loot grows bigger. Yeah, I think I'm literally gonna stop. Uh, 
Just take a break from your subscription for a while. <laughs> yeah, I think I need to. I need to stop or else I'm never going to get anything done. Yeah. Well, that's why I stopped buying extra stuff. I only have the subscription now. That's the only Gundams I'm going to buy for a while. Just get one a month. I can handle that. Because, yeah, for a while there, I was buying way too many. I, I yeah. had a picture on my shelf. It used to be, beginning of the summer, there was like four models on it. Now it's like full. And it's like, oh, no, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I'm running out of space. Uh, yeah, it's true. But, you know, even the once a month still is a little too much because I got <laughs> such a I got such a backlog. You, you blow through yours faster than I blow through mine, though. So I think that's the difference there. Yeah. Yeah. So, um uh, I've still got my the other Gundams that I mentioned from like show one. <laughs> I haven't even started putting those together yet. <laughs> a grand so, great, so yeah, so I think that's all I've been really working on is the the cab models. Uh, I painted up a bunch of ridders, like I said, and uh, those turned out fairly well. I thought. What and, color did uh, you do those guys? The the they're blue. See, I I did my Terran forces blue. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I you know, so if you look in the book. The the coat of arms is blue and black, yeah, and, and gray. So I went both blue and gray on mine. Okay. Um. Yeah, but again, you can look on the Mobile Armor Radio Facebook page and check out what I've done. Yeah. Uh, I, I had to paint, paint uh, the company symbol on too, so I chose a oh, symbol wow. that was fairly yeah, yeah. easiest symbol. Yeah. <laughs> I don't blame you. So, uh, yeah, but that's all I've been working on. Like that, so. Uh, all right. Cool. I think uh, we've all got uh, a lot of things to do still. <laughs> Always. Yeah. yeah. Kyle never gets lower. Oh yeah. All right. So uh, now that we're done here with the dropship, uh, shall we move on to Comstar? Comstar. Yep. Message from Comstar. Comstar. All right. So Rob, what do you got going on? What are you watching? Well, I, uh, we'll start. Well, I have some news, actually. Uh, Whoa! Ding, uh, ding, 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 yeah, that's right. Where's our uh, news bulletin? Uh, Ticker tape. Film at eleven. Catalyst Game Labs. They announced uh, a little bad news, actually, with their uh, BattleTech box sets that were supposed to come out in like October, November. They, I actually got some. I got the starter and the regular box set. Gen Con, which turns out it's lucky because uh, they had some issues with their Chinese distributors who who claimed that they were uh, sent boxes out for when they went to PAX West or PAX East. What was it, Pat? Do you know for which one it was? Uh, West. PAX West, yeah. So they, or, they PAX, were to, or PAX Prime. They just, I think they call it PAX Prime. Yeah. So they were supposed to get all these uh, box sets for it, and they, the company claimed they were there, and then they get a thing saying, oh, no, we haven't made them yet. It's like, oh. so Oh, jeez. So, yeah, I know what I don't know what that's like. Yeah. yeah. So it won't be available by the third quarter of 2018 as planned. Hopefully by the la- the last quarter, like by Christmas, but maybe not even till 2019. And unfortunately, that really mm. throws up catalyst. They were really hoping to turn this into. They've had this issue in the past with uh, runs just running out, and this was their whole thing: is oh, this time it's not going to be like that. This time it's going to be available, and it isn't so far. So hopefully, this ah. is just a little speed bump. And after that starts the production up, it'll start going. But yeah, anytime you're doing plastic miniatures, that's what Ironwind, uh, the metal ones, they make them themselves. So they don't have to deal with China. They don't have to deal with all this. But since uh, these box sets have the plastic miniatures, you're dealing with China. And like Pat said, there's always issues. <laughs> yeah. Really is a shame. It, it, it's something that plagues a lot of a lot of miniature and and board games and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, a lot of the Kickstarter stuff is always delayed, and it's usually because of China, where you know, the big companies like Seamon uh, or something they they pay for the the company to work only on their stuff, and then little companies get pushed to the side usually. Yeah. So that that's probably what happened here. They had a company that was reliable until someone else paid them more money. That's I think <laughs> that's the way the world works over there. It's the wild west. Yeah, yeah. yeah I suppose. Well, I was just gonna yep. say the miniatures in the box set are actually really nice too. So. They were pretty crisp uh, models, and I was hoping that they would come out with more of these, but uh, it doesn't look like it's going to be happening anytime soon. And that really delays this uh, relaunch of Battletech for at least another six months, probably. Yeah, well, hopefully for Christmas, man, because... Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's. I was I was definitely looking forward to getting getting into that. Yeah, yeah, you were. We were telling you buy the starter set because it's only twenty bucks, but not gonna happen anytime soon. Of course, there's vultures on eBay selling them for hundreds of dollars. Oh yeah, I'm not gonna do that. (laughs) No, no, people are. I don't understand why anybody would pay that, but I guess if you're really into the game and you got extra money, what's what's two hundred dollars for you? I guess. Yeah, but can't you just wait six months? Some people can't. I regret not buying thirty of them and reselling them. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean that hindsight's twenty twenty, right? Well, I guess uh, I I heard stories about it, Gen Con, where somebody said that the guy in front of him bought fifteen copies of each, and they're like, "Uh, yeah, we know what you're doing," you know, like, mm-hmm. yeah. Either he's buying them for a store, he's just going to resell them in a store, or he's buying them to sell on eBay. So, yeah. Which yeah. is, it, yeah, unfortunate for all those people who never got a chance to go to Gen Con. And, like I said, it sold out in 20 minutes at Gen Con, so. Yeah, yeah. all those people that were still standing in line at the wall calling. <laughs> yeah. So, that's a little bit of sad news. But we can move on to happy news, because uh, Cav3 Kickstarter is now alive on Kickstarter, as I said. Yep, went live on Wednesday. Ooh. Yep, and they're, nice. they're as we record this, they're very close to getting to their goal. So I, I think by the time this is released, they'll have hit the uh, first, the, what do they call it? The, the stretch goal? The well, funding start, goal? Yeah, their funding goal. They'll start their stretch goals. They've been showing off a lot of stuff. And obviously that giant uh, giant dropship is is high on my list of things I want. I guess it's going to be about no 75 kidding. bucks, but it's huge. So it, it's going to be worth it. But I can't wait to yeah. release that. I wonder how far down they are. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we'll have to see. They didn't post any of the stretch goals on the uh, Kickstarter yet, so we'll have to uh, wait and see. But yeah, uh, it, I'm looking at it right now. So uh, as of recording, they are $1,200 short of reaching their goal. Yeah, so that's, that's nice. Good, good for them. Yeah, it's still there's still a lot of time. There's still 28 days to go. So <laughs> yeah, that's always a good sign. So hopefully, as they put stretch goals out and as they put on more add-ons, they do have a right now an add-on for the book for only twenty-five bucks. So that's pretty good. If you have, you're gonna if you're using this cab to, uh, Kickstarter to get into the game, that's a nice way to start. And mm. uh, yeah, can't wait. We did have a if you go back in the feed, we went uh, uh, MAR three point five. We interviewed John Walker, not U.S. agent, yeah. but the guy who runs Cav, <laughs> Texas Texas Ranger. <laughs> wait, 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 he's from Kansas City or Kansas, yeah. Yeah. Kansas Ranger. <laughs> yeah. So he uh, he uh, had a good interview there, and he was ex- telling all the new stuff. And he also uh, we never got in the interview. He was explaining the new plastics too. And uh, hmm. remember what he said about them, Pat? They're I can't remember duometer. Is that what it's called? Oh yeah, I bet to listen to it again. I forget whatever the meter is of a. No, that was it. That was is. that's not in the uh, show. He was talking about that after he stopped recording. He was talking about all that. Oh, it's uh, not? Are you sure? I thought yeah. we talked about it. He, no, he talked a lot about the the metal and the, the change from like uh, tin uh, and whatnot. But yeah, yeah. No, well, uh, du- duometer duometer sounds good. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> how how stiff a miniature is, and the bones miniatures are like I think he said they're about seventy, and the the last uh, uh, stuff from uh, from Cav was about eighty or something like that, and he said these new ones are like ninety or something, so it's gonna be even stiffer. It's he, durometer. Yeah, there you go. And he was showing them off, and they, uh, you know, you, if you ever touched a cab miniature, you can really bend them. They are they're stiffer than bones material, but they're pretty mm. bendable. But this this new uh, the process with multi part molds, he's uh, said that you can get nice nice stiff miniatures. And yeah, they're so, they're doing like ninety. Yeah. Okay. Bones is like sixty or seventy. Yeah. So it's uh so it's gonna be nice and stiff, so that hopefully they when they come out of the mold too, they won't be as warped. It's super easy to fix with hot water, but still, it's nice yeah. to have them straight out of the box and hard, so you don't you know you don't just bend when you touch them. A lot of people are against that. I'm like, as long as they stay straight, I don't care how uh, bendy they are. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, I prefer the harder plastic myself. Uh, I have a couple. He sent a couple with us and. Uh, uh, when we talked about it, I picked it up and it's, it's a hard, it's a hard bend. So, yeah. That, that, that would actually be kind of a fun topic, uh, for, for one of our shows is just to kind of talk about the different, like, uh, plastics and everything. Cause I know I'm, I'm not very familiar with the different kinds, uh, and, and the advantages and disadvantages. So that, that would make for a really good hobby episode. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'd have, to, we'd have to find somebody who knew what they were talking about. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll have to find uh, a professional. An expert. Yeah. <laughs> so that's all the news. Yeah. Go back, Cav 3, 
on uh, Kickstarter so that we can all get more stuff. And they said that <laughs> a lot of the stretch goals are going to be adding miniatures to the core set, so that's what we like. And the core set is, right now, it's uh, Templar, which they don't have very many miniatures at all for, and Malvernus, the... Uh, it's which pretty much the, no. It's the it's the knights versus the uh, inquisitors, pretty much, which is cool. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Uh, did you read the cat book at all yet? Yes. I, well, I read all the uh, fluff. I, I I'm really into the fluff, so I read all that. <laughs> the rules, whatever. The rules don't matter. It's the fluff. The rules. <laughs> <laughs> I read the quick start yeah. rules. I'm, I'm sort of, I know what the rules are, but the, uh, I really like the, the background of all the, the different races. Yeah. And how they kind of play off each other. And it's, it's really interesting. And, uh, like you said in that 3.5, those new flashpoints are going to add even more, uh, background to all those guys. So that's kind of cool. And those are going to be free. So I can't wait for those to happen. Yeah. All right, Brian, what about you? What are you, uh, reading or watching? Well, um, uh, after the, the last episode, uh, I decided, I think I might have mentioned that I was going to do a rewatch of, uh, Zeta Gundam, which I did. <laughs> uh, I, I burned through that whole, uh, show, all 50 episodes in pretty quick succession. Um, it was the first time I actually, um, watched it with the English dub as opposed to watching it, reading subtitles. Um, I know, I know, might get some some boo hiss from the the audience there, but uh, it, it like the dub itself wasn't bad. Some of the writing is is a little a little rough when you hear it in English, mm-hmm. um, but uh, it, it was mostly uh, for time. Like uh, I, I was kind of having to multitask at the same time when I put the show on, um, but it was it was really fun to to rewatch it. It's it been quite a few years since I'd watched Zeta Gundam, and. Uh, and it was neat to see that that journey for Camille and and basically a series where you have the characters from the last show and they they you know continue to show up they have a role to play but they don't overtake the, the new characters that were introduced in the show and um other shows even in the Gundam franchise that's always that's it's a big struggle and a problem um i'm looking at you Gundam Seed Destiny uh, so, uh, that was, that was fun. And then I also managed to cram in, uh, all of, uh, Gundam Unicorn. Uh, I watched all of that again. And, uh, that was really, uh, really cool. Cause I, when I watched that originally, it was as the episodes were coming out, which was many months in between episodes. Um, and back then they were, they were like the hour long episodes so that's the release that i have um on it was the that like bandai actually got some some reworks was it sunrise and bandai there there's something that happened like halfway through the show and we weren't uh weren't sure about the u.s release for a while oh um when it was originally coming out but uh that was fun to rewatch uh mostly because since i did you know i rewatched the original gundam movie trilogy and then I watched Zeta. Um, there's a whole lot of callbacks to those other, uh, you know, that that timeline. That's what it's all about. Uh, so I picked up on a whole lot more of those references now, uh, which is really cool. I definitely recommend uh, Unicorn if you are a UC fan and, and haven't watched it yet. Um, but yeah, those those are the the big things that I've been uh, been watching. Um, trying to think. I haven't played many mecha games in a while. I'm still working through that Wolfenstein game, so <laughs> that's <laughs> well. You should be having a cab book coming your way. Yes, I am excited next. for that. So. And I'll, I'll probably probably go into to the Kickstarter as well once uh, once payday arrives, and uh, <laughs> yeah. especially since it seems to be doing pretty well, I'm not uh, not too worried about giving it a little bit more time. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited about that and, and, uh, totally looking forward to it. All right. So, um, uh, I myself, again, like I said, uh, delved a little deep into the cab. So I read a lot of those books, uh, the rules and everything and been kind of working it out, played a couple games, uh, with that. Uh, as far as watching stuff, 
I'm still working on uh, Mobile Gundam Z, Zeta, mm. Zira. Depends on what part of the world you're in, I guess. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then, uh, interestingly enough, I was watching the Jack Ryan series on Amazon Prime when I stumbled across that Genesis Climber Muspita was on. Oh, really? On Amazon Prime for stream. Oh, that's nice. Cool. Yeah, yeah, so I started I've watching. Wanted to watch, yeah. Yeah, so I watched the, the first uh, episode. I'm curious to see the difference because when I first encountered the Maspita, quote unquote, and you know, a lot of people will get upset, it was the American adaptation. So it was the the third generation of Robotech, you know, mm-hmm. where the Invid are invading instead of yeah. the Invid and it's Scott Bernard instead of Stick Bernard and uh, the Mospitas so are sli- slightly different. Veritas Cyclones. <laughs> and uh, yeah. so I'm curious to see how much different it is other than just names and terminology because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, there was a lot of, there was a lot of pushback when we called them Cyclones instead of Mospita. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. The, uh, the original uh, anime guys, they get, they get mad when we refer to things as Robotech names. That's how we've, we've know them since we're, yeah, I mean, that's you know, we were I mean, kids. Yeah. That's what it was. So it's not, you know, uh, neither answer is wrong because it, both exist. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I think so. I mean, but you know, the thing is when you're young, yeah, you don't Those, know that there's another version of this out somewhere else. Uh, Exactly. And things like that, so. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We had no clue that this was a, a Japanese show, and <laughs> it was like, oh, this is just, just, just cool anime. <laughs> Didn't know it was called anime. It was just a cool cartoon. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, I watched the first episode of that. I did also watch the first episode of Robotech, because that was also streamed. There's a ton of, of, uh, anime, uh, mm. mech anime for stream on Amazon Prime that I just, uh, but the two that caught my eye again, of course, was Robotech, G- the digitally remastered Robotech, and the Genesis mm. Climber Mospita. So uh, this might be slow going because <laughs> it's too much. Mobile Gun and Z and Robotech and Genesis Mospita, Genesis Climber Mospita. I, you know, I, I just don't know how fast I'm going to get to all of those. Yeah, and then most of those, like with the exception of Robotech, like, are you watching it all subtitled then? No, the Robotech just remastered is dubbed. That one no, does the dub. other ones, so yeah. The other ones? Uh the Maspeed I think is dubbed too. Oh, that's oh, I can't nice. remember. I can't don't don't quote me on that because I can't remember. It was a while ago <laughs> when I watched it. <laughs> and you just re- you're you're sort of just reading things that just in your head anyways. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well here's my thing about dub. I I think I prefer dub because then I can focus on yeah. what's going on. Yes, yeah. Me too. With subtitles I have I feel like I'm being distracted. Uh and my point to this is, so I was in Sweden with visiting my cousin oh, when nice. Return of the Jedi came, or uh, Revenge of the Jedi, or Return of the Sith. What, are, what is the last third? <laughs> Revenge of the Sith. Revenge yeah. of the Sith. You almost got there. You, you, were, almost, you were dancing around. I got, I, got, I got all the right letters. I just <laughs> yeah, couldn't <laughs> So when Revenge of the Sith came out, I went and watched it with him in Sweden. Now, the stupid thing is the movie was in English and subtitled mm-hmm. in Swedish, but I Found myself reading the damn Swedish words instead of watching the movie, and I can't even read Swedish. <laughs> and so I'm just reading yeah, the words, yeah. like I'm like, oh my god, Get distracted, distracted yeah. from the movie. Yeah. So I, I really have a well. I think subtitles are great when you need them, but I would rather, I prefer subbed just because of the, of the distraction. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So like if, if, a, if, if the Swedish language could track me from watching an English movie, oh my god. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I find I miss. Like, I, when I used to watch a lot of subbed, you'd get used to looking back and forth, up and down yeah. a lot. But now I find that I haven't, wa- I haven't re- watched a lot of subbed uh, stuff, so I, I get just caught up in the words, trying to read the words, and then I don't watch what's happening on the screen. So yeah. that's a dub. Well, it, it, like you say, it's, sometimes it's cheesy because you hear the dialogue and it's not how it's meant to be, but yeah. at least you get you get the action more. If The best of both worlds would be just the learn Japanese and just be able to do that. <laughs> exactly. Right. I mean, uh, so, uh, again, so, you know, I watched, uh, the original mobile suit Gundam rewatched it again prior. And when I first watched it, it was subbed. Mm. Uh, so I watched it that way. And then the second time I watched it around with this new version, it was dubbed. And I found myself seeing things. I don't remember seeing when I mm. w- watched it the first couple of times. That, that's it, how subtitles. I felt with Zeta. 
Yeah, I had the same same experience with Zeta since the the first time I watched the subtitled and watched it dubbed. I was like paying a lot more attention to what was happening on the screen. So yeah, so you know, they're good like that. So yeah, if you guys got yeah. Prime, check it out. Mosbita is on there. There was another one in there that I wanted to check out too, and I can't remember what is off the top of my head. Kind of funny talking about the subtitles because the next show I actually had in my stack uh, has has actually been been there for a while. Is that I've got the the DVDs for Turn A Gundam, mm. which is which is a uh, a very different one, um, as far as I know, and uh, it, it's it was supposed to kind of in some weird way blend all the series that had come out to that point, uh, which was what two thousand what something. Mm-hmm. I'll look it up later. What is what? Raz Razafon? Do you know that one? I've heard of it. I've never watched it. It's like R A X. Yeah, R A H. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember that one too. Yeah. That's on there. Uh, Robotex with an X. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a uh, sounds like one of those asylum movies where it's just like yeah. just slightly different so that they can get away Robotex with, with an X is one there. So well, as long as it's not uh, Robotex with three X's, then we then we might be in trouble. Yeah. Oh, they actually got the macros on there. Uh, yeah, yeah they, there you go. Adventures. You can compare that one. Yeah, I think they had um, well, that came out like uh, in the early 2000s. They did a, a redub of Macross as the Macross itself, and uh, and I think they got the same woman who does the Japanese voice for uh, Minmei to voice her in English. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, she's got a, a kind of a French accent, huh. which was interesting. But uh, yeah. So yeah, there's some really good uh, animes on it. Prime. That's cool to check out. Um, uh, what else? So we talked about the cab, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people were demanding just a we bit. talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, any any books you read? I've not read any books because uh, once I got into the rule book, it was all really about playing the, the game <laughs> and just playing the game and figuring out the rules. So I've been kind of going back and forth with that. Uh, and uh, with the pushback for BattleTech, I think Cav is just gonna hold its place until BattleTech comes out. Yeah, yeah. I have been collecting all the old BattleTechs. I have uh, my dealers out there. They're all. I got Fabian out there looking for BattleTech for me, and he's the man. <laughs> so I do have people out there getting all the old Fast BattleTech books. That's what I'm collecting right now. So I've been doing nice. that a lot too. <laughs> nice. But, and, right. uh, yeah. Oh, I, I forgot to mention, uh, Mech Cadet U just, uh, finished, and, uh, you can get that whole series now. It was, it was kind of fun. It's very all ages a bit, but it's, it's still fun. It's, it's about the power of friendship. You know how things are. <laughs> Sweet. What is this, Care Bears? <laughs> Pretty much. Or Voltron? <laughs> <laughs> Mech- so, yeah. Mech Cadet Mech U. Care Bears. Yep. It's, uh, comic by, uh, Boom Studios. I think I said Titan last time, but it's Boom. Robotech's done by Titan. Oh, and okay. Yeah. Let me just make sure I didn't get it wrong again. <laughs> I'm Third time's sure a charm. Yeah. But yeah, it's a fun series. Like I said before. So if uh, anybody's interested in some all ages, getting kids into it, it is from Boom Studios. You can get the, uh, the, uh, trade paperbacks now so you can get your kids into it. It's fun. You get you fall in love with robots, and they might or may not die. That's a lot to say. <laughs> no spoilers. <laughs> so that's it, eh? Is there anything else? I don't think so. I think that about covers it. I keep playing BattleTech, the uh, video game too. I, I have yeah. a ridiculous amount of uh, mechs now and <laughs> yeah. ed money because I just keep. Playing I have it. I have not been playing lately. I have not, but that'll be relevant for the next topic for my yeah. for my list. I've been, I've been playing a lot of the cab though, for sure. Yeah, see, I don't I don't have people around me to play. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, so uh, let's move on then. Now entering the Mech Bay hangar. Okay, so Mech Bay today's Mech Bay. What are we talking about today? So today I was just curious. So. With the coming of the relaunch of BattleTech uh, at the time, uh, but now we just learned that it's being pushed back. And uh, with me starting to play 
Cav and building mech forces again. I wanted to see how uh, what everyone felt like or what their choices of mechs they would take to make a make a lance for themselves. And the only stipulation was that you could uh, you just had to make it a lance. So four four mechs of any size and type. Uh, so let's start with you, Rob. What did what did you what, what what did you pick, and why did you choose those mechs? So I took some of each uh, weight class. I decided to go for one of each. So I started with the Locust, twenty tons. It's got a medium laser in its center torso and two br- machine guns in its arms. It's not much on the uh, combat end, but I picked it because it is fast, and it would really use it for recon. And that's really the only reason you have light mechs. But, uh, so we'd have it for recon, running up quick. Also for spotting, as you'll see later in my list, we do have some, uh, LRMs, so we use it as a spotter. So that's my light mech. Then I move on to the mediums. There's a lot more choices in the mediums. I like the Phoenix Hawk, I like the Griffin, the Centurion. But, uh, the one I actually chose is the Shadow Hawk, 55 tons. It comes with a nice selection of weapons, that's why I really picked it. It came with Autocannon 5, LRM 5, SRM 2, Medium Laser, and Jump Jets. And it is uh, another unseen mech. The Locust is unseen also. That uh, There is new versions of these, obviously. But uh, this one, I think it was a Doug Ram model. And uh, I like the Shadowhawk for its versatility on the battlefield. Uh, next for my Heavy, I would have picked the Mad Cat. But I had to stick to pre-clan to avoid Pat yelling at me. So I chose my favorite looking mech, the Marauder. 75 tons, two PPCs, two medium lasers slung above each other on the arms, up and down, and uh, chicken walk legs, and then a big AC-5 on his top of it as a turret. And it is the best looking mech ever made. Mad Cat's up there, but... Uh, uh, the Marauder obviously is uh, part of the Mad Cat. Mad Cat's Marauder and Catapult put together, or Timberwolf if you want to call it the real name. But uh, I love the Marauder. And the, that, uh, the arms with the big gun on top, classic look. Uh, originally it was a uh, Robotech, uh, Zentradi, heavy battle mech kind of thing, so that's why I chose that one. Another unseen mech. And you'll see a, you'll see a, a bit of a uh, theme going with my mechs, but it's because that's from my uh, time period of, of uh, playing Battletech as a kid. That's right when all these ones are all in. And lastly is the Assault Mech. There's obviously a lot of good choices. Classic choice would be an Atlas, which is on our logo, or even a Battlemaster, but I went something needed in any lance, and that's fire support, so I chose the Longbow. Longbow is another unseen mech. It was a Destroid, I believe, in Macross. 85 tons, Two LRM-20s, two LRM-5s, two medium lasers. That's 50 missiles, long range, nothing to sneeze at. Softens up the target, allows the rest of my lance to finish it off. And uh, I do like that way of uh, playing the games. And uh, even in uh, the video game, I do shoot out at long range, like the missile launchers. I do have a shout-out, speaking of the video game, of the uh, twin AC-20 with an LRM-20 King Crab. It's a favorite in the video game for me. Because uh, those two AC-20s will pretty much core anybody under a assault mech. So that's kind of nice. Brian, what did, you, what did you come up with? All right. So this will be one that you guys can make fun of plenty. Uh, because I I really I haven't played the, the tabletop game yet. So I, I'm uh, not as familiar with you know how you really want to kind of strategize for that environment. Um, so this is this is mostly the, the lance that I, I have in the, the video game as of right now. No, no worries. Um, That'll work out too. Which, which is which is extra funny because I haven't played the game as much as you guys, so my, I'm <laughs> I'm still working up to it. So I just have a slew of medium mechs. Um, so to 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 start off with, um, and I think this one is is typically uh, what I put kind of my my second best person in is the the blackjack, um, which is I think is one of the ones you start with if I recall correctly or can start with. Um, it's got the the two big auto cannons um, that are, are loaded out for for range, so it's it's really handy uh, at long distances. My play style is often um, kind of in that mid range where I, I like to to mix it up to have a, a good complement of long range and then a complement of kind of that mid range and at least one dude that can really run in and and 
beat people up if needed. Um, so the the next one I've got, it's, it kind of fulfills more of that purpose, is the uh, the Vindicator. Um, and, and admittedly, I, I didn't recall checking uh, which. Oh, okay, that only has one type. I've got the uh, the list of all the mechs um, up in front of me too, and uh, that one's a, a nice, uh, solid, solid choice uh, that I run around with a lot. Um, then I. I think that was one of my most recent gets, actually, uh, in the game. And then uh, the Shadowhawk is another of, of my mainstays. Uh, I think that was, like, one of the second ones I got. That one's a pretty sweet, uh, sweet suit um, that I always I like to have around to, to take out uh, some guys with some missiles at different ranges. Um, and then the the last one, and I, I typically I think we if I recall correctly, reserve this for, for my, my plucky hero is, uh, the Centurion. <laughs> yeah. He's one of my, uh, faves. He was on my short list. Yeah. Yeah. The Centurion was actually one of my, almost one of my picks. It, it's a, it's a great suit, both, uh, from a, you know, loadout perspective and just like the aesthetic of it, uh, really, really is pretty sweet. Uh, really spoke to me in that way. So, um, definitely, uh, another, Really solid pick that that has that versatility. Um, so far, so far in the the game, that's kind of been the the thing that's worked best for me is just being able to have uh, most of my suits decked out to be able to handle different situations themselves, as opposed to having you know more strict dedicated roles. So uh, that I'm, I'm sure will would, would change as I, I play the game a whole lot more. But uh, that's that's my mainstay, and I'll just just throw out there. I know we're only supposed to have four, um, but when I need to to mix it up and have something a little faster, I got a little light uh, panther <laughs> to oh, to run around, cool. and so that's that's my main mech bay in the game as of right now. Yeah, medium seemed to be the sweet spot for uh, BattleTech. A lot of good mechs in there, a lot of uh, variety. Medium's yeah. a solid, yeah. Medium's a solid. But I do love the aesthetic of some of those heavy ones. I can't wait to unlock some of those or buy them in the game, like the Atlas and and all those other ones. Yeah, the assault mechs in the game are real fun. Yeah. But, uh, unfortunately, there's only two in there. There's only the Atlas and the uh, King Crab. But uh, yeah, yeah. I do. Uh, well, right now my whole uh, my whole bay is filled with uh, with the assault mechs because I play too much. But uh, I try to kit them out all different ways, especially uh, missile boats. Although people have uh, online, you can find people making different uh, different loadouts for other mechs. I can't remember the mech they use, but they got like five LRM twenties in there, so that that was a nice loadout. <laughs> yeah, that's nuts. That's I, I definitely missiles. definitely like. Um, I, I I think I'm more prone to the lasers myself, uh, the energy weapons. Just I, I like that idea of not running out of ammo. They put <laughs> up so much level. heat. Yeah, then you just just pump up the heat sinks. It's great. <laughs> and then then you have no more. The best thing about BattleTech though is you can make all those comp, uh, compromises, like yeah. put more heat sinks, but then you have less armor. Yeah, yeah. For me, it's I, I love jump jets. I have to have jump jets on all my mechs. I get stuck in uh, dead end uh, canyons, oh. so I have to be able to jump my mechs out. Even my assault mechs, I'll have jump jets. It's, I'm obsessed with them. All right, Pat. All right, so yeah. we'll start with the lights. I, like you, Rob, took one of every. Uh, so starting with the the light max, I go with my favorite because it's one of my favorite tactics. Even when I played the the tabletop game, I took the fire starter. It's the yeah, it's a thirty five mech ton. He's armed with four flamers, two medium lasers, and two machine guns. So yeah, that fits Pat to a T. He likes screwing with other people. <laughs> 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 Set them on fire. Make their heat sinks go up. Yeah, that's him. <laughs> or they'll destroy themselves. Or, uh, but they, you know, and they have great jump jets. So this is one of those mechs that can just fly across the table on jump jets alone. And so what I love to do with the the fire starters, you know, you get those guys, you know, like who get, like we'll say Brian who likes to load them out with all the lasers, <laughs> and then they they generate so much heat, and then you just put that uh, fire starter right behind them. You hit them with the flamers, then you hit them with the machine guns, and next thing you know, they shut down or their ammo explodes or whatever. Uh, yeah. And then 
And then when you shut down, you're just a sitting target. Yeah, so uh, that's why I've always loved the Firestar, just because it's got those four flamers. Uh, and it comes with too many lasers in case he needs to actually defend himself. So so that's my light mech. Uh, and just like Rob went before, almost, almost all my mechs are pre-3050. <laughs> <laughs> so for my medium, I went back and forth about what I wanted to get. I went with the. I looked at the Centurion. I looked at the the Nova or the Blackhawk. I looked at the Vulcan, uh, and then I settled on something that I played with a lot. Uh, I even looked at the Blackjack. Um, I settled on the Trebuchet. It's an old one that I liked from back in the day. I had the models, and it was also it's also a fairly decent uh, uh, hit and run tactic mech that I like to to do with. And again, falls into that thing with screwing with people like Rob. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so now I can run around, you know, I'm running and, uh, because he's, uh, he's a, he's a 45, 50 ton, he's 50, a 50, 50 ton pack. Uh, he's got two LRM 15s that I can, so I can just launch my missiles and then I get three medium lasers. Uh, he's decked out with tons of heat sinks. So I'm able to still run at full speed and then fire all three medium lasers at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and he's got, uh, and he's got a decent, uh, brawler. Uh, value. So uh, if I needed to, I could run in from someone from the side and give them a good whack. Uh, the next thing is, uh, this is where me and Rob uh, fall in the same place. Uh, not pre-clan, but I did love the Marauder when it first came out. It's a good-looking mech, like you said. It's got the classic thing, uh, classic look of the arms and the chicken legs. Mm-hmm. Uh, the two PPCs, the PPC is probably my favorite weapon in the game. Yeah, in the tabletop game, PPCs are great. They're my favorite, but in the uh, video game, it's uh, they're not as good for some reason. Oh yeah, well, I, I guess when I say favorite weapon, I don't I don't reference the video game. I reference the <laughs> PPCs are fun. Yeah, I don't. I feel like the PPCs and the auto cannon are underpowered in the video game. Mm. Uh, but the PPCs has got two PPCs in the arms. Like you said, the medium lasers underneath it, and then the one autocannon on top. So it's just a solid. It's a solid fire support mech. Uh, and then, so my last one uh, is the assault mech, and it goes to the. It went straight to the the mech that actually got me into uh, BattleTech, and that's the Battlemaster. Mm. Nice classic choice. In itself, it's still an all-around attack mech. It's great. It's got a PPC, again, my favorite weapon. <laughs> it's got six medium lasers for when uh, when when distance to close, and then as I get even closer, it's got an SRM-6 and two machine guns. Nice. Uh, and the best thing about it is if you need to, you can drop the PPC because it's a gun basically in his hand. <laughs> and then you can fight hand-to-hand with uh, the battle tech. Nice. It's an 85-ton mech. Uh, yeah, it's funny. Neither of us took uh, the assault max, the hundred tons. Oh no, it's true. Yeah, you know, it's just one of those things. You know, this is uh, the mech that got me started in the battle tech. I love the, I love its look. I love its loadout uh, as is. Yeah, the big dome front. Yeah, the the cockpit looking thing. Yeah, and it's it's just a good solid all around solid mech. You know, it's got great armor. On, in the game, so even I think oh well, you don't have it, but uh, in the video game, but uh, but that's if we were to go to battle against the clan, that would be my lance. Nice, and we get our asses kicked. No, I would be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the clans were the OG OP. They're uh, overpowered, and their stars are five mechs instead of four. So in in essence, Brian took a star, not a lance. He's a claner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, aha! <laughs> we found you out. Ah, it was a clever ruse. <laughs> good choices, good choices. Can't complain. I will be honest with you, though. The the I almost took a locust because the locust is one of those iconic mechs too that I almost got started. But I just love lighting people on fire from behind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you seem to have a good variety there. You got the fire support. You got the close up guys. I took a little bit of both because I still, you know, remember playing Battletech a lot and how I would form my lance. And pretty much what I have here is what I form my lance. I the Trebuchet, uh, I would swap out with different other medium mechs. But the Marauder and the Battlemaster and the Firestarter were pretty much everything I would always take. All right. So I guess that concludes this round of Mech Bay. I think uh, it was interesting to see what everyone took and how they took it and why they took it. So 
Yeah, absolutely. And you in the audience, you can join as well. Feel free to comment and let us know yeah. what your lance is built out of. The only rules are uh, you're going to take one of each weight class. Well, Brian ro- broke those rules, but that's okay. I'm. That's because I was a secret. Yeah. He's <laughs> a secret. Plan. Aha! I had you all fooled. Of course, he only uh, plays the video game. He hasn't started playing the tabletop yet. So we'll give him a break. Yeah, he he gets yeah. a, he gets a small break. Yeah, but the rest of you is the rest of you is that play BattleTech. No breaks. No breaks. I'm curious to see how many clan mechs we're gonna see. <laughs> so anti-clan right now. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's exfil out of here then, I guess, guys. Let's exfil out of here. Well, guys, uh, here we are at the end of the show. Uh, it's time to uh, exfil out. Uh, great discussions today on things coming in. The news for BattleTech, uh, Cav Kickstarter. Uh, check it out. Uh, ends in 28 days, right? So what, where does that put us? What day is that? Uh, Anyone calculated that out? It's going to be like mid-October, I think. Yeah, yeah. somewhere in there. So as so, Yeah, I think it was a month, so it'd be the night. Uh, they started on the 19th. They, so I they did a 30-day. Yeah, so it'd be October 19th or somewhere in there. Roughly there, yeah. So, yeah. uh, uh, so 1200 away from, uh, wow, by the time this comes out, I'm sure they'll be a hit there. Oh, it, it should be funded by then. So, uh, but get in there. Let's unlock that drop ship. Yeah. Is yeah, that 18 inches, just, he said? Yes. Huge. Oh, and he, uh, John's yeah. been doing a lot of, uh, live, uh, live, uh, hangouts. That you can see, we I put the links to them in the uh, Facebook page, and he's ah, been doing them on Facebook. So if you don't have Facebook, sorry, because they're on Facebook, but <laughs> you should be able to go to our make a fake account, come join our Facebook page, and then you can uh, go check these out. But he keeps showing off that dropship, and it is huge, and it's amazing, Ooh. and it'll work in BattleTech too if you want to use it in BattleTech. So it's true, nice. It's even got the same name, broadsword, right? Well, I think it's something else in BattleTech, but. Oh. Uh, they, uh, the people are complaining because they're like, why would you ever need something that big? And I think those people aren't real miniature gamers because, uh, <laughs> of course you want to use that. It's going to be a nice scenery piece. It'll be a nice wait, subjective wait. piece. People complaining that people that play games about giant mechs are mad that something is big. <laughs> Maybe it's because it makes their mechs look small. <laughs> you'd be, you'd be surprised what people complain about. I mean, oh, yeah, Mantic, yeah. Mantic just released their pictures of their giant. People complained that it was bigger than a dragon. Yeah, they said the giant was too giant. They said it was too big. <laughs> oh, people, people be silly. It's true. But yes. So, uh, yeah, please. Kickstarter, yeah. So, yeah, join it up. Like Rob said, get that drop set unlocked. Uh, anything else we should mention before we get on out of here? Uh, join us on our Facebook. We do post a lot of those pictures on the uh, Mobile Armor Radio group. Yep. You just have to apply. The moment I see it, I'll I'll throw you in there. And, keep uh, uh, keep posting pics of your models, your your. Your Bandai yeah. kits, your cab models, your battle it's kinda, tech yeah, models. It's, cab has taken over a bit because of this Kickstarter, but <laughs> we do want to still see those. Uh, yeah, those those. Uh, oh yeah, Gundam cab, models, cab, battle tech. Cab, it, it's, cab it was is... probably good to uh, to to change it up a bit because the last couple of shows we did talk a lot about Gundam. Yeah, we were. So it is it is nice to to spice it up a little bit with some other yeah. some other awesomes. Yeah, Probably. we always post our things we find on the on the web. All of us always find something. Like, like I know Brian posts a lot about new anime coming out or things he's found. Yeah. And uh, Pat's mostly been Cav lately. Oh, and plus your uh, plus your um, your big guy, the Zion. That, yeah, that does remind me. Um, one of the things I think I posted uh, should the post uh, the Pat Labor series yes. in its entirety is getting a re-release. Uh, for, I think it's going for like $80. Don't quote me on the, the price. It's on, uh, the right stuff, um, site. They're, they're doing an official, uh, US release with, um, all of the Pat Labor content. So the OVA, the TV show, the two movies. And I think there's more than that. Uh, so it's, it's yeah. a great, uh, staple of, of giant mecha, uh, meets cops. 
And so, I have to rescind my thing. Don't go to our, our Facebook page because you will end up spending way too much money because there's too much cool <laughs> stuff being posted. And that's another thing that's on my list of things to buy now. Thanks. Yeah, Thanks, yeah, Brian. Yeah, yeah. I, I regret nothing. <laughs> yeah. So, again, uh, Mobile Arm Radio, like you may look like we're calf-centric, but we are truly a yeah. little bit. We're everything, yeah. We're everything. We're everything. We truly are everything. Uh, we are, when I say everything, I mean we're either, Ma- we're both Macross and Robotech. Yes, we are both. We are both like- Battletech and Cav. Yeah. I will, I will totally do a show one time talking about all the cool Macross stuff that's been coming out in Japan. <laughs> yeah. So, again, whatever you got, post a picture. If it's a mech. If it's a Doug Ram, whatever you got, man. I'm, I, I, we all want, we love looking at all those different yeah. things. We love chit chatting about it all. So, that or even if people. you, if you knew no games uh, yourself uh, yeah, of other tabletop say, games. Yeah. Oh yeah, there was a, there was someone said that you wanted to talk about something I never even heard of the game before. Yeah. The uh, the uh, what is it? Something Academy. Yeah, I'm looking for the post now. We'll have to check that out, and then we'll get back to you on that one because yeah, I mean, please, if anybody has anything else. Uh, in our file section, we put up a, a game that somebody created so that you could use your uh, Gundam uh, models oh, yeah, in yeah. that game. Oh, actually, no, that that I don't think that was actually a release game that didn't get much traction, and there are... No, we have two different ones. We have one that you can use your Gundam models, plus you found that other one, which is uh, was a one four hundredth scale for Gundam. Yeah, that they were pre-painted yeah, yeah, yeah. ones. Yeah, pre-painted and, ones. So. And uh, the community, it was released in Japan, so it was all in Japanese, but the community translated it to uh, English, so you can actually try that out if you have those models, or even if you have, I'm sure you could use CAV models for it. Rule sets is an interesting thing, because I, I still don't think the perfect rule set is out there. A lot of people like that Horizon... Uh, uh, Oh, what is that called? Something Horizon from uh, what is that called? Anyways, there's uh that one game. It's it's higher level, I think, a bit. And then of course, Cav. And then there's a bunch of other ones. So hopefully, we can get people posting that kind of stuff. All the different rule sets. Gunframe Academy is the other one. Mm. So that's a, that's another new one that people like. It's it's very anime. I think it's it's you're you're pretty much trying to play through an anime, which is fun. Awesome. Yeah, and it was Gundam Tactical Battles was the one that was released, and then the uh, other one was called uh, Mobile Suit at War. Was the uh, the homemade rules for the uh, miniatures? Those are all in our file section, so come on in there and check that out. And if anybody else has any other uh, games, like uh, Brian was saying, we'd like to check those out because I still haven't found the perfect game. It's, mm. it's it's one of those things where I'll know it when I see it, but uh, so far I haven't really found the perfect game. They all do something I like, but uh, you know, eventually we'll find that rule set. That or make it ourselves. That, yeah, that does everything. Yes. That, Dead zone all, battle. <laughs> yeah. Twenty nineteen. Well, yes. Plus that. We're, if anybody's going to Adepticon, start making your mechs because we're uh, yes. we're using uh, Dead Zone Striders or Iron Ancestors or uh, Stunt Bots if you can find them. All Mantic. Well, as much Mantic as you can make it, and we're going to have a mech battle at Adepticon. Probably unofficial, but it'll be fun. Everybody's going to bring up their uh, custom mechs that they have to look like an anime of some sort. We have a friend who's doing, I think we talked about it, he's doing the heavy gear. Brian's got yep. a bunch of different ones to choose from. I have a secret project I'm working on if if I can get hooked up with some uh, <laughs> striders that someone's supposed to send me. Uh, so, <laughs> so uh, yeah, it should be fun. Right. Uh, this is a fun show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, yes, so there's lots going on. And check in because as uh, as things go on, we'll be talking about uh, other stuff. And uh, yeah, there's I I do like custom. So anybody's doing custom mechs, put them in there because I love that stuff. Anything else we need to yes. talk about, Pat? No, I think that's it. Uh, we covered a bit. You know, just a big thank you to everyone that listens and comes yes. to the Facebook page and and posts. Uh, you really are making this little project of ours. Uh, take off and really fun to do and you know i just i love chit-chatting about the mechs you know yeah, yeah. great great community so far it's it's really fun yeah and we'll we'll be bringing even more interviews like we had for for cav uh in the near future Hopefully. Yes. Uh, john's a good guy and he's more than welcome to come on anytime he wants again yeah yeah well, i'm uh, sure we'll check in with him before the uh kickstarter is over to see how it's going but yeah, sure. we have some other things on the line. We won't announce them yet because they're not 100%, but we hopefully get <laughs> some more. And uh, yeah, 
hopefully we'll get some other contacts with the uh, people. I'd love to do talk to people like the comic people or uh, I wanted mm. to get hook up with the guys doing the new uh, Robotech uh, role playing game too because that would be very cool. Oh yeah. So there's a lot out there. We we just have to uh we have to get in contact. So if anybody has contacts, send them our way. <laughs> yes, for sure. <laughs> All right. So uh for Mobile Radio, I've been Chopper. I've been Brian. And I'm Rob. And we will <laughs> see you again at the first of the month uh, in November. Yeah. yeah. This is October. We're going to New Rob. Rover. It'll be Rob's MacBay at that point. Yes. And I have a I, I have an idea for it, so. Alrighty. Should I announce <laughs> it now or should we gonna wait? Ah, eh, just wait. Yeah, oh. make it a surprise. Okay. I'll make it a surprise for everybody. Alrighty. Yeah. Are we just ending it like that? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Why not? Sure. Okay. Or we can end it like this. Good night, everybody. Good night, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye. This has been Mobile Armor Radio. Join our Facebook group by searching for Mobile Armor Radio. Find us on Twitter at M Armor Radio. Find us on iTunes and visit our website, mobilearmorradio.podbean.com. Join us on the first of every month for more mecha discussion.